Welcome to the Swiping Diaries. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Swiping Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Martins, and today I have a super exciting episode lined up. We're going to help you up your photo game on your online dating apps and your regular social media profiles. So today I brought on my friend Kylie. Kylie, hey, how's it going? Hello, good. How are you? I'm doing lovely. So Kylie and I met online playing um, club volleyball. That's the the platform we use to eventually meet on our free agents team. And now we have never looked back. Um, aside from her volleyballing, Kylie also is a really talented photographer. So Kylie, what got you involved with photography? Yeah, so this is actually kind of both a funny story and a little bit of a cringy story. Um, but it's actually very simple how I ended up getting into photography. It was like maybe, I think around sixth grade or seventh grade when Tumblr was super popular. Love and, you know, I, you know, I was on Tumblr all the time and I was looking at people's posts and I was like, how are these people taking these pictures with like a blurry background where, you know, whatever the subject is, was in focus. I was like, wow, those look so nice. And then, you know, I was looking into different cameras and things like that. And I was like, I want to have pictures that look like that. That would be so cool. And that's literally how it started. Um, and then I pretty much just saved up for my own camera. I saved up for like this Black Friday deal um, where you got the camera, you got two lenses, some memory cards, and then a camera bag. And I think I saved up for that for like a year because, of course, you know, I was in middle school. So I wasn't, you know, making bank or anything. But um, <laughs> yeah, I saved up for it myself. Um, and I spent, you know, a couple hundred dollars on a camera. And then I just kind of played around with it and then it went from there. So it's kind of a funny story, but that's that's really how it started. <laughs> I love how Tumblr was like the gateway. Yeah. To the inspiration. Yeah, that's so cool. So what did you start off like taking pictures of and like what led you to your photography business now where you take mostly portraits of people, right? Yeah. Um so definitely when I first got my camera, it was like mostly nature and just anything I could find around the house anything that was just for fun um and that was like a couple years that I did that and obviously like mixed in there I took some pictures of people especially my older sister you know she kind of just I forced her to model for me sometimes and we'd go outside and just take pictures for fun I also had a friend who was a dancer so I tried to take some cool pictures of her dancing and then um my mom had a friend whose kids were getting engaged um or yeah like one of her friend's kids was getting engaged and so they were willing to kind of like I guess pay me to take their pictures but you know I'd never done it before so I charged like pennies because you know I didn't know what I was doing and they were just they were really supportive and wanted to try to um support me and get like a business going and that was I think like freshman year of high school or so um somewhere around there and I did that photo shoot and it kind of just like spiraled from there my mom had a lot of connections uh like working in the school district she had a lot of parents of course that wanted like 
senior pictures and things like that. So the business just kind of grew from there. And it was, it was pretty fun. You know, at first I was just kind of, I was interested in trying it out. It wasn't necessarily like, I wasn't trying to make money off of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then as I did more and more photo shoots, I actually, I really liked it. And then just kind of built a business from there. That is so cool. And it's so nice too, that you have like connections that you were able to make and Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And I mean, like your pictures are beautiful. Like I think they are so, like you're so talented. And so I know that, you know, we've talked about the dating apps before and like we tried doing a round table (laughs) recording session and that was just a little bit of a hot mess. But so what I want to know is, and I think what our listeners would want to know too, like to up our like online dating profile game and, you know, just like regular Instagram presence and stuff because a lot of the apps then like link to Instagram. Like, do you have any tips on like whether it's like angles or like what people should be doing? And also I want to know your take too on like, you know, how much should people be using like Facetune or, Mm -hmm. you know, any of those like photo editing apps? Do they make you cringe at all? (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know what, like, I don't judge, you know, if you want to do whatever you want to do to your photos, like, that's totally your choice. I just feel like there's so many things to unpack with it, right? Because if you're looking from like a, an online dating perspective, my personal opinion is like, you don't want to do too much, right? Because like, you still want to look like yourself if you're going to meet this person in person, like in person. So I feel like if it were me, like, I wouldn't want to alter my features in that way. I um, agree. Because then you risk being, like, a catfish as well. Yeah. And I, I feel like with technology and, like, how these apps are these days, I mean, you can do so much. Um, whether it's just an app on your phone or, like, one of the software systems that I use, it's called Luminar, which you can get uh, as an app on your computer. That one has artificial intelligence and like some of the things you can do to alter your body and like slim your face and just all of these things that can really just make you look so different. It can kind of be like a rabbit hole because, you know, you you keep doing all these things. and You're like, wow, this looks great. And then it kind of just alters your perception of both yourself and then what other people are going to see you as. Um, So I think I think that can be like. A little dangerous in a sense it can also be really bad for your mental health you know like if you're going in there and you're altering yourself in that way and then you're posting on social media and you see yourself that way and then you know you look in a mirror that's like it could be pretty detrimental yeah I'm even thinking of like I don't know like like for example like if I decided to like edit a bathing suit shot or whatever you know the thirst Mm -hmm. trap picture if you will (laughs) Um, you know, and I like go in and I try to like smooth things out or, you know, like try to like make curves where there aren't curves or whatever. Like, like you were talking about with mental health, I feel like that would make me feel like, okay, well, if I ever want to look that good, I always have to be editing photos and like, yeah, and that's not real. And then especially too, Mm -hmm. with a lot of the editing, like we're all human, we all have blemishes and, you know, we're not perfectly symmetrical and things. So like, yeah, I feel like my mental health would definitely be be down the toilet if I oh, kept yeah, like sure. editing that much with pictures. I feel like 
in terms of like filters, I found a couple on um, Instagram that I like. My one friend's aunt recommended this one called like coconut cream, but I like it because all it does is just put like a color hue over Mm -hmm. things and it doesn't like do anything to alter like your face, your, you know, anything, which I like. Right. Yeah. And as somebody who has a business, that's like, it's up to me as the photographer to like make those decisions on what I'm going to edit. So, um, I know this, it might be kind of off topic. I don't know. But like when I'm editing pictures, I have to decide, you know, if somebody has like a pimple or something, I'm like, am I supposed to edit that out? Because at the end of the day, I also don't want to offend someone. So like if somebody has like a permanent blemish or something, sometimes they want it out, sometimes they don't. So usually, um, and this is something that I started doing in the more recent years, I just ask people when I'm doing their photo shoots, I'm like, hey, do you want me to like brighten up your teeth a little bit? Do you want me to smooth out your skin, like get rid of any pimples? I leave it up to them because I also don't want to offend them by like, you know, changing up their blemishes. And and sometimes you can really make someone not look truly how they look. And I, you know, that's why I kind of just go through a process of asking them what they want me to do and then I'll do it. Um, And kind of going back to the question before, like there are certain things like a pimple, right? A pimple Mm. is not always on your face. So in that case, it's like, right. if you want to remove that, go for it, right? Because like, at the end of the day, in a week, that might not be there. So yeah, maybe that's like, in the moment, that's not how you usually look is like, just a random pimple on your face. Mm-hmm. That's very different than like, going in and changing your body size and slimming your face or whatever. So yeah, I remember and it like made makes me so sad whenever I see people heavily altering how they look like, I don't know what app this person used, but I remember when I was in college, one of the girls in my sorority in her picture decided to like trim her waist down. And I'm like, I thought she looked great, you know, beforehand. So it just like makes me sad that like people feel like they need to do that. And like, and like the way the editing was done, I don't know, like I said, I don't know what app was used, but like she was also up against a brick wall. So Mm -hmm. like when she went to go like, cinch in her waist you could see like the whoop (laughs) with the lines from the brick um so yeah I guess I just am not sure like you know what's too much like maybe maybe like the rule of thumb is like for like especially if you're trying to do like an online dating profile like maybe and even Instagram too if you're looking in general like you know if you want to like smooth out pimples, maybe like brighten up teeth or whiten up the whites in your eyes, like cool. But I feel like other than that, that it gets to be like, like you're not yeah. yourself anymore. Yeah. And that example of the person that you knew, I feel like that's a great example of the whole rabbit hole thing. Like, I think sometimes if you get so focused on all these things that you can do, you know, those are the things you don't notice is like, oh, you know, the brick on the wall is now starting to look distorted as well. But you're so focused on your own body and like trying to alter that that you start to like lose focus of those other things and I I have another friend that's very similar where it's like the amount of editing and photoshopping is like so much that you can tell that it's there it's not natural anymore and it's not just herself but it's like her backgrounds you can tell that she's like placing herself somewhere where she's not or like adding a tattoo on her body that she doesn't have oh my god 
that's the kind of stuff that I don't understand because it's not it's not authentic it's not true and it's like what there's got to be something deeper going on that makes you feel like you have to do that you know yeah Um, and it makes me so sad because I'm like especially for women like I don't know how many dudes are you know really utilizing this I mean maybe there are a lot and I just don't know like maybe you know that there's a lot more guys using filters and using like facetune or whatever but I don't know. It just makes me so sad because I'm like, you are all so beautiful and like you being unique, like makes you beautiful and makes you stand out that like, it just makes me sad when people feel like they need to either recreate the scenery that they're in or like just recreate themselves. Like that is horrible. Do you have any tips on, you know, like maybe what apps to use or maybe like, you know, so people don't go down like a slippery slope? Yeah. Um, in terms of apps to use, I use Lightroom and, and Photoshop. Now, I don't pay for a, Adobe Creative Cloud or anything like that. I just use the mobile app sometimes, like for my uh-huh. personal editing. Um, and they have free apps that you can use. There are some, you know, features, of course, that you can't access without paying, but they still have a good amount of like you know, adjusting the lighting and you can save presets. And like, if you kind of come up with your own like filter that you like, you can save it and you can just apply it to all of your pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in terms of a rule of thumb, it's like uh, filters in general, especially if you're like, if the subject of the photo is a person and you want to add a filter to it, like that's fine. You know, like right. changing the colors a little bit, maybe you want to like dull down the earth tones. Maybe you want to bring out the green like whatever you want to do I don't see a problem with that and like I said you know there's no problem with like you have they're having a bad week and you have like a bunch of breakouts you want to smooth it out go for it um and if you want to whiten your teeth a little bit sure it's totally up to you but it's like as soon as you start start to alter your your body and like really making yourself look not natural or really changing how you truly look that's where it's like you're starting to cross a line of like, I don't know, authenticity, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's really hard to kind of like figure figure that out. And I feel like from an online dating perspective, like if you're trying to find someone and the pictures that you're using are very unrealistic to what you truly look like, it's like, you know, don't you want to try to find someone that loves you, accepts you for who you are. So, you know, it didn't, it doesn't, seem like an environment where you would feel like you would want to do that because you want to find somebody that's just gonna love you for whatever your features are good or bad yes snaps to that Kylie thank you someone (laughs) had to say it (laughs) yeah but it's true like I think I always leaned on the side of the more like authentic look um I did like to play around with the colors of my um my pictures so what I would do is like and now I don't do it as much anymore but like I would like go on to visco and I would like there was like some like color filter I liked so I would click that kind of subdue like you know bring that intensity down a little bit then I would go brighten it up make more like contrast slight more slightly more um saturation um and just to kind of make the Mm -hmm. colors more vibrant but yeah I mean I never did anything to like alter how I looked because I just know myself and I know like mentally that would just be like a like a point of no return that I wouldn't want to want to deal with and like you know I have curly hair 
So I feel like mm-hmm. any of those apps, like if I'd want to like smooth down like hair that's sticking up, like it just like would not look right either. So I'm like, you know, I just don't even want to touch anything. Um, but I was like you, right. like with what you were saying was like, yeah, if they can't accept me how I am already, why would I even want them in my life? You know? Yeah. Because like, honestly, like half the, the majority of the time I'm sitting around in leggings and sweatpants and like my hair's up in a messy bun or whatever. And yeah, like I'm not, you know, all put together all the time. So yeah. And I imagine like most people are like And that. like that's real life. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's real life. So I don't know. But I'm actually glad that you brought up the whole like exposure, contrast, that kind of thing, because maybe a better rule of thumb is to kind of like, especially from a filter perspective, you know, as long as you're adjusting things that could have been messed up from the camera, especially if you're using an iPhone, like anytime you're using an iPhone or any other phone to take a picture, some of the settings and exposure and light or whatever, they're going to be off Mm -hmm. um, because it's automatic and it's trying, you know, when you're using your phone, it's trying to gauge the lighting in the situation and it's not always perfect. So, um, yeah. So like if you, if you go in and you have to adjust that, you know, like if you notice that it's too, it's overexposed or the shadows are too dark, go in and fix it. Like there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, photographers are doing that all the time I mean even using a professional camera we run into those problems especially if we're you know in a situation where we have the sun that's completely unpredictable um <laughs> that's we have to true. edit that stuff all the time so um yeah I think that's also a, a good rule of thumb you know anything that can kind of get messed up especially lighting or color wise when you're shooting there's no problem at all in altering that in like a post-production way so good to know do you have any like rules of thumb with like best time of the day to take pictures like I'm assuming people for their Instagram or um yeah Instagram or whatever else they're taking pictures for it's going to be on their phone so like do you recommend like I don't know like a certain time of the day a certain angle like a certain setting like I've seen some Instagrams or TikToks where it's like turn the camera upside down and put it at 0.5 and I don't know do you have any like tricks or tips (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've seen those two and they're like, they're super creative and fun. So I highly recommend that anytime just to try it out. Um, You know, anytime you're flipping the camera or doing like, even sometimes people will take a video and they'll, you know, or just a live photo and they're kind of like turn it into like a little boomerang or something. You could definitely experience or or experiment with that anytime. I think that's fun. Um, In general, I would say specifically for like pictures of people. I would recommend um, trying to find places where there isn't like a strong light directed at you. So for Ah. example, if you're outside and it's really, really sunny, try to go to a place where it's either shady or the sun is behind you um, because then, you know, nobody's squinting, you won't have harsh shadows. And that's why photographers really like the whole golden hour thing. Um, because at that point the sun is so low that it's very easy to just put it behind you, but it also gives like a really nice, natural, soft light. Um, so that's why you'll see a lot of that going on. But, you know, even with your phone, um, I find myself doing it all the time where, you know, I'm placing people behind the sun or in a shady spot because if it's really sunny out, shade is perfect because it's so bright outside that, you know, being in the shade, it's not too dark. 
Um, so I, I highly recommend that. And in terms of angles, I would say always try to go a little up. Okay. Because, um, you know, I, I feel like I notice this with my mom or just other adults in general. You know, like they're they're down here like this. Right, right. Or I know you can't see, but it's like down near your chest um, taking the picture. Um, but like lift it up a little bit just because it's a weird angle when the camera's coming straight at you and like then your chin is at a weird angle. So I always say go a little up if you can um, just to give more of like a flattering look to the picture. Good to know. I feel like so what you were saying with the direct sunlight, I feel like I have like major flashback to when I was younger and we were like, you know, it was like, okay, like picture time with the girls. And it's like, you know, my sisters and I had a lineup and it was always like the sun had to be coming at us. So like all of our pictures are like us squinting. My eyes are like watering. I have tears coming down my eyes because we're looking directly into the sun And I guess like in some people's minds, it's like, oh yeah, like there's the sunlight. That's where you should be aiming. And yeah, but I also like to, and I I heard another photographer tell me this, and this was when I was taking my um, like senior year high school pictures, Um, like overcast days apparently are also like really nice too, because, you know, you don't have any shadows and like, you're not squinting. You're also not sweating because there's no like (laughs) sun on you, which is nice. Yep. Yeah, overcast days are definitely preferable in a lot of cases, Um, especially if you're shooting in the middle of the day. Uh, Like, if you're planning for some kind of sunset golden hour session, then yeah, of course you want the sun to be out. But a lot of the times, you know, people aren't specifically looking for that. So I have people that will reach out to me the day of or the day before, and they're like, oh, it's supposed to be really cloudy tomorrow. Are you sure that, you know, we don't need to reschedule? And I'm like, no, trust me, this is perfect because... Another thing is if you're going to a location to shoot um, and, you know, especially if it's very open, Mm -hmm. if it's really sunny out, you really have to like figure out how to place the people. So again, you don't have like the harsh shadows and they're not squinting. Mm -hmm. But if it's overcast, you're not really limited at all. You can place them wherever. So, you know, if if you're at some location and there's this really nice pretty tree that they want to take a picture of and the sun is out you have to figure out you know where can I put them so that you know they're in the shade it's not super bright the sun's not in their eyes but if it's overcast you just place them wherever you don't have to worry about it so that is good to know do you have any recommendations on like poses because I feel like whenever I stand by myself I'm like I don't know what to do maybe I'll throw up a peace sign but like (laughs) I feel like that's more of like the playful look not like And I don't want to say necessarily serious, but like, do you have any like more flattering poses that people could do? Yeah, I feel like people really struggle to figure out what to do with their hands, which I totally get because I'm the same way. (laughs) Um, But I always tell people, especially when I'm taking their picture, I'm like, just do what's natural. Like if I tell you to put your hand on your hip and you feel weird doing it, you don't feel comfortable, like I'm going to be able to see that in the picture. Um, but that there are plenty of people of who, yeah, like there are plenty of people who or photographers that will, you know, tell you and pose you in a very specific way. But I'm definitely more laid back where it's like, do what you're comfortable with, because if I structure it too much, then again, you know, you're going to be able to tell in the picture and it's going to be very unnatural. But some people like to put the hand on the hip. Some people just kind of like to, um, you know, let it just lay naturally on their leg, like kind of almost like above the knee a little bit. Okay. 
And then there are some people who, you know, they kind of like hold their hands in front of them, which for me is like a weird one. I don't like that one. But some (laughs) people really just like that because they don't have to like have their hands out or like they're, you know, when your whole or your hand is on your hip, you know, your elbows are out and it could just be weird and uncomfortable. Some people like to just like hold their hands in the front or whatever, especially if you're sitting. I feel like that's much better if you like place one hand on top of the other or something like that and just leave it on your lap. Right. Whatever is comfortable. Um, and sometimes too, like even just standing, like hands aside, arms aside, just standing, people don't know how to do that or they feel uncomfortable standing. So I try to tell them, you know, like turn like a little diagonally a little bit. So it's like more of like a side view and just again, like do whatever's comfortable. You know, sometimes I tell them to cross their feet like one in front of the other as well because that'll look a little bit more posed and a little less unnatural um but it's also like a more flattering way to look at like a woman's body or something Mm, good to know dudes for dudes it's very simple if you have pockets put the hands in the pockets like (laughs) not all the way don't shove them all the way in the pockets but just like you know a very casual one hand or both hands in your pocket whatever um but yeah there's a there's a lot of different ways you can do it but I just I always say do what's natural if you feel uncomfortable try something else because you can definitely see it in the picture that's a good tip and I feel and I totally feel that on like a personal level too with like what to do with my hands I feel like that's why I I always then resort to like a peace sign because it's something for my hands to do and I'm already feeling awkward in the picture so I might as well just you know go along with the awkwardness but yeah and I also like the you know like shifting your weight to like one foot um because I feel like yeah if you're just like standing there like women especially if you're just standing there kind of like deadpan like I don't know it just like looks even more unnatural and it looks like you're also comfortable like uncomfortable um so yeah I really like the tips you had yeah and dudes have it so easy I'm so jealous oh yeah yeah for sure then they can do the whole like you know put their hands together and kind of like stand straight and push their pecs out or whatever and they're good to go but the women it's like what do you do with your hands um right but yeah we all feel it it happens to all of us honestly I feel like especially putting like an online dating profile together like that is it's already awkward in and of itself you know you're already like putting yourself out there like the last thing you want is your pictures to also look forced and look like you yeah. don't really want to be there anyway because you're very nervous and stuff. So like, yeah, I like your tips with just like, you know, just act natural, do whatever makes you feel comfortable. Um, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. And if like, if you're making your online dating profile or whatever, and you're throwing up a peace sign or whatever, who cares? Like right. personality picture. If that's what makes you feel comfortable, if like that's how you look, most natural you like that picture the best include it who cares like again you know you're trying to find somebody that likes you for who you are so just include it like whatever you like best don't feel like it has to look a certain way good to know so it's one of those things where it's like it's not that deep (laughs) yeah exactly so I know there's different camera settings when it comes to like the iPhone just because I have one and I imagine there's like camera settings on androids too but what are your thoughts on like a portrait mode or um 
live versus like not live? What do you think? That's an interesting question. So for portrait mode, it depends on your preference. I feel like as somebody who is a professional photographer and has their own camera, I don't ever use it because I feel like it doesn't give me the results that I want um, Mm, because I know what it would look like if I used my camera. But for a lot of people who, you know, don't have a professional camera or, you know, like even if you're a parent and you're at like, I don't know, your kid's soccer game or something and you want to take a picture of them with an award afterwards or something like in that moment, you're not going to have your professional camera. So it's like, yeah, whip out portrait mode and you can get a really nice picture. Um, I think it does a great job. I think I'm just biased because, you know, I have the camera. So I'm like, eh, it's okay. But I think for like a general use and if you're in a situation where you either don't have a camera or you're just, you don't feel like you're savvy in that way, it's like, it's a great setting to use. Um, what was the other thing you said? Live. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, so I always have my live photos turned off. And again, that's like, I think that's like an OCD thing that I do because of how the files end up when they're on my computer. And again, it's like from a professional photographer perspective, it like splits it up into two files and it's just, it's a mess to try to deal with. However, yeah, it's like iPhones, the process is not great, but (laughs) the concept is really cool because, um, you know, even I still have pictures that I can look back on and they are live photos and you know you can like hold it down and play it and it might be like a really cute like it could turn into a very cute video um and like I said before some people will turn the live photos into like a boomerang and it can actually be sort of this really creative um it's almost like a dynamic image in a way because obviously you know a live photo it's not a long video but it is a video it's just very short snippet But if you do some kind of like boomerang or some kind of effect on it, it can kind of just look like a moving picture. It's actually really cool. It's a very um, creative thing that you can play around with. So I say, you know, play around with whatever. Like I'm I'm totally all for, you know, like the creative, the creative aspect of that. So do whatever. I'm cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) You have Kylie's seal of approval. And I feel like it's kind of cool because it then shows your personality a little bit more too. If like, you know, you then turn something into a boomerang and like, I feel like it could also make your profile or like whether it's social media and or, you know, dating profile. Like, I feel like it just makes your profile like a little bit more dynamic if you have the ability to use like a, a boomerang feature, but I don't know, who knows? I feel like low-key boomerangs are also like out of style with gen z yeah but i'm not sure (laughs) yeah that's true but it still could be fun depending on what kind of age demographic you're going for oh yeah (laughs) yeah or like Um, you could probably apply some kind of like slow-mo to it or something too which depending on what it is might be cool but yeah i don't know play around with it (laughs) do you think establishing like a brand like I know you we were talking about this the other day like you have a brand but you also are running a photography business so like that's something a little different how do you feel about 
people that for their personal accounts, establishing like a brand with certain filters and using the same filters over and over versus like, you know, like, do they need to be matching to their online dating profile brand? Um, You know, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, it's also an interesting question when you like compare it back to your online dating profile. But I feel like, you know, if you're on Instagram or something, I think it can be kind of fun if you like brand your pictures or your Instagram has like some kind of theme of, you know, you always using this filter. Or I've even seen people that kind of do like a color coding effect on their Instagram feed where they go from like pictures with a bunch of red and they go to orange and then yet like I think that's fun um it's definitely a it's a lot of work whether you're doing something like that where you know the actual content you're posting is kind of like this branding theme or you know if you're just taking all of your pictures and you're applying some kind of filter like it's obviously like an extra step that you kind of have to go through when you're posting but I mean I think it can be fun obviously as somebody who owns a business even if you're if somebody out there listening like you're trying to sell something or you have some kind of hobby or whatever I think that kind of consistency and organization can really help you gain more of a following um but linking back to your online dating profile again like it could be cool if you know you have a a few pictures on your on your dating profile and they all have like this consistent theme but again, like, I don't think it's necessary. Like, you know, if, if you're a very creative person, mm-hmm. that could be kind of a very subtle way of showing that or like your organization or whatever. Um, but I don't think it's like something that you definitely have to implement. Uh, again, like whatever's comfortable and whatever is like a true representation of, of you as a person. So I love that advice. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. Even though I work in marketing and I honestly know like, you know, branding and everything. I don't know. I feel like my own personal Instagram, like I was trying to use like a set theme for all my pictures. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) I'm like, I don't have time for it. Like, do you have advice then like for people who are just kind of like, I don't care. I just want to get something posted so people know I'm not like Mm -hmm. a weird person Because I feel like there's a lot of times like people who, and I know I felt this way too, like if I noticed people on the online dating apps that like didn't have um, like a social media presence, I was like freaked out. So like, Mm -hmm. do you have any advice for people that are like, you know, maybe don't want to necessarily put a lot of time and effort into their profile, um, whether it's like on social media or dating, like. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's definitely about like your purpose on social media. You know, if your purpose is you have a business or you're selling something or whatever, that's very different than just having like an Instagram or something where you're just posting because, you know, you want to see what your friends are doing and you want your friends to know what you're up to and this, that, and the other thing. Um, In that case, it's like, again like who cares what what your pictures look like I mean um because you know if it's if your purpose is to let your friends and the people that you like see what you're doing then yeah they don't care they just want to be like oh cool so and so went to 
A, B, and C, whatever. Cool. Like, they don't care, you know, if it's a beautiful picture or it's edited nicely or whatever. So it's definitely about, you know, your purpose on those platforms. And then um, actually to kind of go off of what you said about people who don't have a social media presence, that's definitely like a red flag for some people these days. Like they, you know, if you're not on social media, it's like, yeah, what the heck? Like, do they exist? <laughs> um, and it's like, if there is anybody I know, out there I who's... know. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like, are they a stalker? What are they doing? Yeah, so if there's anyone out there who is like not I guess very existent on social media or they don't know how to you know be consistent or post or whatever you're trying to figure that out again it's like just be authentic with it right like if you you don't have to show your face all the time I mean a picture of you here and there is nice but like take a nice picture outside and post it take a cool picture of you know wherever you are, a restaurant, food, anything, like, just to kind of, like, you know, get yourself out there and, you know, let other people know that you do exist and this is what your life looks like, especially if you're online dating and trying to meet people. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely, like, you don't have to post yourself all the time. You don't need to figure out how to get these, like, really nice pictures of yourself and post those. Just post, like, your life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like then that shows like more authenticity as well, because it's like, oh, you actually like to do things. And yeah, yeah. And, like if you're not super into social media, you know, like that's okay to, you know, to post like random stuff, maybe that makes it like less scary. Because um, exactly. I know for me, like, you know, I understand social media's purpose for a lot of things. Um, but, you know, like I've been taking a break for a little bit, because I'm like, you know, I just need to focus on myself and it was just like not the best for my mental health at the time um so like it's okay to take breaks too oh yeah um so for sure. you know yeah do whatever feels like right for you but you know especially if you're trying to get yourself out there more at least you know posting at least like once a month or something just shows that like you're a person you're because that yeah because that matters to people yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's very different if you're, you know, if you're def- like if you're trying to get yourself out there and meet people. It's a great way to to kind of have other people get to know you without actually knowing you yet. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're happy, you're content in your life, whatever, maybe you don't need it, but I feel like people out there that are really struggling to I don't know, uh, whether you're trying to find a relationship or friends or whatever, it's just, it's a really good way to, to do that. So. I agree. Was there anything yeah. that, did we miss anything? Was there anything else you wanted to touch on? I think that's it. I think so too. I think at least yeah. I, you answered all my questions. Now I know too cool. how to post and pose, post and pose <laughs> and look yeah. good while doing it. <laughs> Posing is hard. <laughs> It's so yeah, hard. No, and like, think... no, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, what you were saying, like, you know, what do I do with my hands? Like, once again, I can relate so much to that. Oh, yeah. And even when people ask me, you know, like, when I'm taking their picture, what do I do with my hands? How do I sit? I'm like, I can tell you how, but, you know, it's probably not going to be natural. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it works. But other times they're like, you can tell that they're just uncomfortable. And then I'm like, okay, try this. And then eventually they'll kind of like fall into it. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on today's episode. I am so excited for people to up their personal photography game. Thanks to you, Kylie. Yes, thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, Kylie, where can people find you? Yes, I am on Instagram at kylie.jpg, K-Y-L-I-E dot J-P-G. And you can also find my photography on Facebook at Kylie Nolan Photography. Awesome. And I'll also make sure I include a link to those in today's show notes. Cool. Perfect. Woohoo. Um, so thank you so much again for listening, everybody. To keep up to date with all of the Swiping Diaries podcast updates, follow the show on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Swiping Diaries. Shoot the podcast an email at swipingdiaries at gmail.com and visit our website at swipingdiariespodcast.com. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 